Welcome, everybody, to episode 124 of the Dorksman Podcast. I'm Nate, a.k.a. Angry Nate. I'm Peter Parker. And I'm Collector Clint. And we are joined by our good friend and Marvel super something or other knowledge Fanatic. Guy. Fanatic. There you go. That's a good word. Uh, I'll let him introduce himself. Hey, this is a... Agent Joey, a.k.a. Rice Balls, a.k.a. Joey from the Prime Multiverse Universe. <laughs> there we go. Perfect. That variant should have been pruned. <laughs> Get out of yourselves. Slow down. <laughs> Violence already. Tr- ahead. No, I'm behind. That's a Loki reference, man. That's fair. Girl, slow down. <laughs> That's true. All right. Yeah. Keep going. Stay strong. <laughs> Anyways. Uh... <laughs> Thank you for joining us this week. Um, so just letting everybody know that this episode is going to be very, very spoiler filled of uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, we've uh, The movie came out a couple of days ago, like last week. Joey thinks it's been like years because, you know, I watched it four days after it released and he's all upset about it. Um, so it, it's been an eternity since this movie's been out. So we're going to spoil it for you today. Uh, we're going to go through everything that we liked, everything we don't liked. Um, probably going to be lots of yelling and definitely spoilers. <laughs> so uh, if you haven't watched the movie yet, please absolutely pause this episode and come back to it. Because um, I'm worried that we might spoil it. We might spoil stuff during our Ask the Dorksman. That I just wanted to get that out there. That if you've listened to this point and you get spoiled, that's your own damn fault. And I don't feel bad for you. That's what you get for Christmas is No Way Home spoilers. Um, but yes, housekeeping, make sure you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, the underscore dorksman. Uh, you can always email us at dorksman at gmail.com. Uh, I've been meaning to update the email, but I, yeah, I'll, I'll get to it this week. Maybe we'll see. Maybe, maybe. we'll see. Probably not. Who knows? Probably not because nobody cares and nobody emails us. So screw you guys. Oh Don't man. Our, our email fans have just dropped off from one to nothing. <laughs> we had like three emails in the last like two years. What? That's amazing. That is Almost as many uh, dorksmen as uh, there are emails. There, 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 there email is. There are some spam besides work and complaining to companies. One yeah, was just asking about hot ladies in your area, single ladies. I just know there's hot singles in my area, and they're referring to me. <laughs> what? 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 Go on. Anyways, Clint doing his Clint thing. Uh, make sure you uh, join us playing Dorksman Bingo, if that's your thing. Uh, DorksmanBingo.com uh, is where the link will take you to a wonderful bingo card. Thank you to Andrew Nearbeardland from the Torby Wine Podcast uh, of and of the Brothers Newland for building that for us. And, of course, thank you to uh, Larry from the SDS Guys and the Totally Rad Movie Pod for building the amazing redirect for us. Um, hopefully you're listening to us on Cross the Streams Media. Uh, that's at CTS Media on Twitter and CrossTheStreamsMedia.com uh, where you can find our podcast and a bunch of other podcasts that everyone else here has probably guessed on at some point. <laughs> um, yeah, so there's lots of, lots of good content there. Make sure you check it out. Follow them on Twitter. Um, but yes, anywhere you're listening, thank you. If you're listening, if you're still listening, if you're not, screw you. If you're you. not, that's fine too. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, but you won't hear that, right? Yeah, exactly. you won't hear that message. That's true. If you're not, just email in, and somebody will send you a transcript. 
Yeah, six to eight business years. Uh, years. <laughs> you'll get a you'll get a transcript. I feel like this is like date dateline from nineteen ninety two. Uh amazing. Oh, all right. We got Definitely that out of the way. I did not watch Dateline in 1992. I didn't watch it? it. I just remember always saying, if you would like a transcript of this transmission. Oh, yeah. yeah. I do remember that. Why? Actually, I, I remember hearing that a lot on PBS shows, too. I, it was like every every news show, I think, had it, because I think other networks wanted it for reference or whatever. But if you would like a transcript of this this podcast, please spread your to blah, blah, blah. Anyway, go you on. You're absolutely right. Yeah. What if you needed it for, like, your, for, like, a paper? If you're trying to write, like, an essay or something, you needed to quote it. I guess you could use it. Or what about for like a fan fiction book that you were writing? <laughs> about Ted Koppel? Yes. <laughs> Count me in. The best. Or Keith I bet you Morrison. it exists. I bet you it exists. Someone's gonna I'm, I'm not I'm not gonna Google it. Some Keith Morrison fan fiction? Yeah, it's out there. I'm not Googling it. I'm Good. sorry. I I might do it in incognito. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Do it on your wife's computer. Yeah. yeah Blame it on banner. Show. Yes. Banner's a huge Keith Morrison fan from you day one. You know it. He knows it. Um, anyways. Off the rails already. It's great. This is what we do. Um, so let's jump into it. We've got two Ask Dorksman questions. Uh, we love your questions. Please keep them coming. Um, let's do this one from Simshu first. Okay. Um, we'll, we'll mix the order up here. Okay. Uh, so for Mandy, her question is, what type of role would you like to see Sandra Bullock tackle? Uh, she wants to see Sandra Bullock as a slasher, like a Jason, a Freddy, or a Michael Myers character. I'd like to see her tackle the role of retired from acting. Why the Sandra Bullock slam? <laughs> is that a thing we can get her to do? I'm just, I'm just not a fan. I mean, she's all right, but she's just like one step away from Fran Drescher in my book. Whoa, really? Whoa. Yeah, yeah. Is it because of the, uh, like, I find her acting is very one beat, right? Like, she's very the same character in every movie, almost. She's the Vince Vaughn of yes, female there actresses. there you go. That's exactly you what you I was To reference it. our last yeah, you got it, episode with Clint. Right, right. Clint's like, hey, man, that was my thing. Absolutely not. No, hey, I, yeah. I know why that is not my thing. Speed? I'm not the first one to say it. <laughs> I... I Look, I liked her in Speed, but once you've seen Speed, you've seen Sandra Bullock's acting range. Her whole range, yeah. Yeah. Um, but to answer the question, if if I was going to see her in something, I would I would like to see, Actually, I would like to see her in something that is just so totally out of place. Like, uh, like some kind of Victorian or Shakespearean era kind of uh, adaptation. Kind of like the... Um, Leonardo DiCaprio, Romeo and Juliet thing, just like have her and like Macbeth or something like that playing Lady Macbeth and just like totally blows the role because she's awful <laughs> and could not do any kind of Shakespeare. Just so I could have more fuel to make fun of her. Oh. So there you go. Lady <laughs> Macbeth. There you go. In a modern tale of Macbeth. Amazing. So this would be like the, you know, I guess it's now almost 30 years old. Leonardo DiCaprio, Romeo and Juliet style, or would this be like... Yes, yes, like modern day, like the same exact, you know, play, all the words the same, but, mm. but a modern telling of it. Interesting. Call it Macbeth. I, I, I actually kind of want to see that too. film. I just want to see it, see her succeed in it. That's all. I, 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 I want to see her make right. like a billion dollars and erase the name Joey from the planet Earth. Yeah, that's going to happen. 
I, I don't know about that. <laughs> anyway, that's um, the reason I picked this question is I was trying to think of someone she could play in the MCU specifically. Um, nothing specific comes to mind, but I think she would be uh, a decent uh, pick for either either an agent of some sort. Uh, I don't want to say Hydra, but or Shield, but whatever they would actually be like an actual agent you know, miscongeniality, I guess, style or spy or whatever she was in with does that role. Um, or maybe in a role similar to Selma Hayek in uh and Eternals, you know, some older, in theory, wiser character who guides the younger heroes to where they need to go. On a bus. Not to go under fifty five. <laughs> or or a boat. I think it's isn't that what the second one's about? <laughs> yeah, the second one's on a boat. <laughs> on right a, a cruise ship. It's a cruise ship, yeah. Wasn't it all so family guy where they do it's speed? nearly identical to the Eternals, right? Right. I think <laughs> speed, speed two, th- yes. I think Speed Three was supposed to be on an on a glacier or something. I remember seeing that on Facebook. I get guy. Speed Two and Eternals confused all the time. <laughs> Me too. Me too. I bet you do. But Who's anyway. Speed? Um but I Joey, I don't I, I think her acting's a little bit more dimensional than Vince Vaughn, but not much. Not much. Maybe she could play herself in an MCU movie. <laughs> like in the could. audience of Rogers the musical. Or it's like uh like Nick Cage playing himself in the new movie. I can't wait to watch that. McGuire was telling me about the other day. I'm like, I don't know yeah. if I'm interested. In oh, that. it looks so good. Watch the trailer. It's, Isn't it's, that that Shayla Buff movie where he's like 17 hours of him just watching movies of himself? She could do that. I think that was a fever dream, Clint. I don't think so because like I, I'm pretty sure it's the real thing where they they literally taped him watching 17 hours of movie of his own movies in a theater. He has 17 hours of his own movie? Yeah, that's what he's made say. that many movies? Just watch Transformers. He's watched Transformers eight times. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, 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 I don't know if there are any duplicates, but that, that's holes. what I've heard. <laughs> Is that in the Indiana Jones everybody wants to forget? I, don't I know still haven't seen that one. Yeah, I don't think I've seen that one. I haven't he's seen not cast in the next one that's coming out, is he? No. I think he is. I, thought he I, don't, think, I don't think he was. No. I, I guess we can wasn't. IMDb that. But anyway, that's my answer. How about uh, Rice Balls? Do you have an answer, sir? So I, I kind of agree with, with Joey to a sense, but I, I did watch Bird Box, and I thought she was great in that one. Okay, that, okay, that, okay. I'm going to have to admit you're right about that. She was actually really good in Bird Box. Yeah, she that, that definitely showcased a little more of her acting range in that one. And I and I honestly think it's because of the roles that she chooses. Mm-hmm. Um, they, oh, yeah. they really kind of just silo her into the one-bit uh, character. Um, but that that said, I, I also don't think she's like the greatest actress in the world. I do see her uh, kind of like what Clint mes- managed to say earlier about like being an agent. <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe kind of like the same role that Julia Louise Drivis plays as like the Contessa. Mm. Um, not a starring role, but kind of uh, in the shadows or definitely not something starring or anything that really should draw much attention. That Julia Louis-Dreyfus casting was a weird casting in itself. You think so? I think she, like, from the limited time I've seen her, I think it's it's a great casting. I think it's it's to be be decided for me still. So far, yeah. yeah. I just can't ever think of her anybody but Elaine. And I've never seen Veep, so... But Veep, Veep is if Elaine was the vice president. Of the is United it? States. So <laughs> she's another one-dimensional actress. Is she, is she, I, but, but I mean, in her defense, Julia Louis-Dreyfus has never considered herself like a serious actress. She's always been a comedic actress. So, right. you know, she's never claimed that she was, you know, <laughs> going to do Shakespeare I, kind of thing. 
I could see I could see Sandra Bullock playing like maybe like a evil or maybe kind of like a Madame Mask style character mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, not somebody that will be in the MCU for like ten plus years, but somebody that does a really great job of what they do, kind of like um, Mysterio. Okay. Yeah, I mean, and and in her in my her defense, if somebody's like, "Hey, here's three million dollars, do it yourself." Okay, <laughs> you know what I mean. It's true. Anyway, she should make her own MCU films. <laughs> the S SMU. The Sandra. I could see her playing like the Speed Universe. Somebody's mom, like yeah. in one yeah. of the Marvel movies. So that, So I was gonna say uh, for my answer, and of course this is gonna be spoilery, and you've been warned. So we're we're jumping straight into the spoilers. She could play Aunt May in an alternate universe where Aunt May doesn't die. I was just gonna say she could probably play a less hot Aunt May. Yeah, yeah. I I think she would have been fine as Aunt May. Honestly, I think the Marissa Tomei casting was great, but I think like Sandra Bullock could fill in for that role. Um, if yeah, if the I think one hundred percent. Yeah, but I I yeah I don't I, I wouldn't think that she'd be. I think I agree with you guys in the fact that I don't think she would be a good lead character. I think she'd mm-hmm. have to be some kind of. Uh, side character or again just yeah just someone that's got a little bit of a role and you know you move on she's she she couldn't carry a movie like she couldn't you couldn't Re- cast her as like captain marvel or something you know sure. I mean? how about this rewind rewind back about a decade and the the role of maria she or, um, maria hill has been cast would I, you I, have said much if it was sandra bullock no i, I was no, thinking I that think would be an be option too. Yeah. yeah i was definitely that popped in my head uh, as I said, a, a shield agent, and that one yep. would definitely fill the bill. She's too corny for me to to be Maria Hill. She's too Mar- the character's too straight laced for Sandra Bullock. To well, did you ever see How I Met Your Mother? <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's true. Like, well, I'm saying, incredible. But, uh, what's her name? Colby Smother. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she she was able to pull that off, but she was. I don't think Sandra Bullock could pull it off. I don't think she could pull off the straight laced because even the role she's had where she's like that straight laced police officer or whatever she didn't really pull that off to me like i just didn't believe it well maybe that's because she's standing next to melissa mccarthy maybe yeah you know if she's if she's not standing next to melissa mccarthy or making you know cheesy she's a beauty pageant versus, kind of thing yeah, yeah. It, 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 you're not wrong, Joey. I get where you're coming from and it'd yeah. be it's one of those things i almost feel like you'd have to see it's like will ferrell in stranger than fiction I mean, I didn't believe he could pull that off until I saw it. And I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. he's got yeah. more range than I thought. So, yeah. You, yeah, you just never know is kind of the point. But she also, as to your point, has made all the choices to be in these movies that kind of play the same character. So, yeah. Even like Demolition Man. I was just thinking she was in Demolition Man. Like, it's just God, like, I forgot about that. Um, <laughs> but she's, yeah, but like she's, it's like, a, it's almost like a parody. Like when she's in it, like it's like a parody of someone that is like a straight laced police officer. Cause like, mm-hmm. she's like follows the rules to the point where it's like, it's almost comedic. And I don't think she intends to. So I can understand where, where tall Joey's coming from. Absolutely. Like when yep. She's he's played saying, a police officer in several movies. Multiple Agreed. times. Right? <laughs> and it's always, and it's <laughs> always, the the agent, and it's always the cop that's like, you know, two the, the yeah. rules and then somebody loosens yeah. her up and she discovers that there's more to life than being a cop. <laughs> You're not like your comparison is not wrong. Yeah, you're not wrong. And I and to be honest, I'd like to see just to go back to last week's episode. I wouldn't mind seeing Vince Vaughn attempt something else. I know he said he's always playing himself, and I he is. 
but I would love to see him try something else and convince me otherwise. I'm okay being wrong in this situation. Just prove me wrong, Vince. Prove me wrong, Sandra. Get together. I love Jim and Dodgeball. If Owen Wilson Wilson can do it. Oh, that's true. Vince Vaughn is the silver surfer. (laughs) That'd be incredible. And I wouldn't watch it. Joey just connects from chat. Distract me. I might, I might watch it just to see, just to see if he's distract the shit out of me thinking that like this phone is this little man. <laughs> Bro, like, when is he an off multiverse that has since been destroyed? Yeah, maybe as gonna... a voice actor. Okay, like well, so, like do a mocap actor. thing, and he's just the the voice for Silver Surfer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. he's got that face for voice acting. Yeah. <laughs> and radio, right? And radio, but not one that your mom would love. <laughs> but it's back to Sim Shu's point. Yes. I'd be willing to see the thrasher or the, the thriller slasher. Yeah, movie. I think that'd be really cool. Yeah. I think uh, she'd make a good serial killer. And, and, I, and I, yeah. this is someone who hasn't seen Blind Box, so I can't say you know how that well that works. Bird Box. See, that's exactly my point. <laughs> but that was more, that was, that was a, a horror kind of movie, wasn't it? Yeah, not it was really a thriller, big horror, more, more thriller. thriller yeah, more thriller. yeah like okay. It's worth your time. If, yeah. if you have I've Netflix, only, I've heard you should things. watch it. Dude, yeah. my, my list is insane. <laughs> You gotta prioritize. I do. That's the problem. I've got a long list too, and that's why, all of a that's sudden, why I'm, I'm rewatching Bob's Burgers because I need to prioritize. Then all of a sudden, Witcher <laughs> Two, uh, Witcher Season Two came out, and I was like, "Oh, there goes the list." Yep, exactly. Speaking uh, of the Witcher, I started really... Wheel of Time and stopped that because Ooh, Witcher I heard, came heard out. that's really good. Yeah. It's good. Wheel of Time is good. I've only seen the first two episodes. Oh, okay. Years time. Anyway, go on. Yeah, I was gonna say Witcher. Completely off topic is, uh, I was like, ah, I don't need to watch. You know, I, we'll skip the recap. We'll be fine. I don't know what the fuck's happening, but I'm yeah, still I watched three <laughs> recap videos before starting episode one tonight. Yeah. Three recap videos, yeah. but it's good. It's I'm I'm enjoying it. So we'll we'll talk about that later. Well, Thank you, Sim Shu, for the question. Uh, I think Twint Twint Clint has already reached out to you on Twitter. <laughs> Did you say Twint? Twint has Twint. My wife is laughing in the room because I've combined Clint's name and Twitter together. Careful, you're going to give him another Twitter name to come up yeah, with here. Yeah, Twint. You guys might actually be happy to know that I uh, I lost access to uh, my Twitter to app reset, and I don't remember all my passwords to all the different accounts, so I'm not in any of them right now. So. Uh, what a shame. Start tagging them. Start tagging them. Start, just if you, if you want, do a have fun with it. Anyway. Um, yes. Our next question comes from Ferd, our good buddy Ferd. I'm not reading your Twitter name again, Ferd. I did this last <laughs> week, but I'm not doing it again. Uh, but it's Islander671. Uh, his question, it's a good one. He says, if you can assemble a five-person team for your new Avengers, who would be included? Uh, he says, if he's keeping this Marvel characters only, uh, Doctor Strange, Hulk, Captain America, Captain Marvel, and Wolverine. He said five, right? Yes. Yeah. And for the sake of the discussion, we are going to go uh, Marvel, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think so, too. Because we, we've, done, we've done something. I know we've done What about four Marvel and then just one random fifth that we can throw in there <laughs> the from anywhere? The fifth has to be from Image Comics, if you want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. Very five Marvel. Five, five Marvel. Um, I, I kind of like the more comedic Marvels. So I would probably put, and I, I think we're going to get something kind of similar to this, but I'm, I'm going to make it my Avengers instead of Guardians of the Galaxy list. I would put Thor. 
I would put um, Korg. <laughs> I would put nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I would put um, Star Lord because I really like Star Lord and Thor's chemistry. It kind of reminds me of Thor and Iron Man. Uh, and their little back and forth stuff that they would have from time to time. So I'd put those three in it. Um, I'd have to have Ant Man. I love Scott Lang. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would have to put. I think somebody just like super like not funny. Like I was thinking Vision, but you know he did. Um, so I'm is gonna he, say is he I'm, though? I'm gonna say uh, Scarlet Witch. I'm gonna say Wanda. Mm-hmm. I want to see Wanda in there, just trying to keep those four dudes straight and doing what they're supposed to for their mission. So that would that would be my five: hmm. Korg, Thor, um, Star Lord, Ant Man, and Wanda Maximoff, aka Scarlet Witch. That's my five. All right, all right, not bad. Um, I like I like I do like the Ant Man edition. I think I want to keep him in there uh, for mine. I think I want to add Nightcrawler. I feel like Nightcrawler doesn't get nearly enough love in anything, and they need the X-Men. And Nightcrawler is such a... I don't want to call him down to earth, but he's so calm and relaxed. He could definitely calm some of those people down in the, in the world of berserker time, if you will. I'd also throw Rogue in there. I think Rogue's underrepresented and uh, could definitely fill the role of uh, Captain Marvel, uh, especially the 90s comic version. Um, as for the others, I think I got to put Hulk in there just cause Hulk's badass and mad and Hulk smashes. I learned from the, from the Rogers, the musical <laughs> smash, smash, smash. Yes. I, so in case you didn't know, I finally started watching Hawkeye just today and you know who else I'm going to throw in there? I'm going to throw Deadpool in there just to, you got Nightcrawler on yeah. one end, you have Deadpool on the other and everything else is fair game. There you go. Like is that, that four or five? No, oh, I thought that was five. I thought I said Nightcrawler, or I said uh, um, Ant-Man, Nightcrawler, Rogue, Deadpool, and, and Hulk. Hulk. And Hulk. I forgot yeah. you had started off by saying you would keep Ant-Man, too. I forgot about him. <laughs> what about other me? All right. Uh, let's see. I'd start off with, uh, let's see, Jean Grey as Phoenix, or basically just her Omega-level powers. Okay. Um. I'd have Franklin Richards, another Omega level mutant, just because these two pretty much can just do whatever they want. He's the kid, right? Reed. Yep, he's Reed and Sue Storm's kid. He's basically one of the most powerful, like reality warping mutants out there. So he's pretty much on the next level. He can pretty much create, destroy galaxies at will, stuff like that. Uh, Just, you know, usual. Just a little OP. (laughs) Uh, Scarlet Witch, because she's awesome. Uh, I would have Amadeus Cho Hulk. Nice. So I got I got Hulk in there as well, but I, I like me some Asian flavor to that one. <laughs> uh, let's see, Captain America, Steve Rogers, Captain America, because I've got a special place in my heart for for that guy. Um, and I know that's five already, but uh, those are the Avengers. But in the background, narrating everything, I've got the Watcher, but played by uh, Louise Michael. Pena. Yes. Yes. <laughs> So, so, so before every episode of my Avengers series or the movie, we got the watcher narrating from the outside, but it's Luis Pena with his epic monologues. <laughs> wow. Okay. That. So I good. mean, if that works, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know it would work. 
Right. Uh, that, well, yeah. No, 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 no. You're right. You're right. In fact, it would probably increase viewership. But uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's my Avengers. Some powerful ones and then some really awesome. So check this out, yo. We're doing this little bit. We got this question, right? And so Nate's going to answer it now because it's his turn after the other guys already answered it. And they were like, yo, I want to hear what Nate got to say. And I was like, yeah, let's hear it. Sorry, I wanted See, to try I'd that. watch that. I'd totally watch that. <laughs> and then Nate messed it up by just staying silent. Exactly. Just to, just to ruin everything. Um, I think Hulk, 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 yeah, Hulk, and Hulk. All five versions of Hulk. No. Uh, De- Hulk's in there for sure. Uh, obviously, uh, I think I'd have to go with. I got to go with Doctor Strange and yeah. uh, and Wanda good. because like you've got they're they've got a whole bunch of bases covered with their magic and all the you know all the all the spells and all that stuff. Um, and Deadpool. Uh, would be my fourth just because it's he's amazing and mm-hmm. he, there were posters of Ryan Reynolds all over the theater yesterday so um you know it's it's it's, it's him um and for my fifth uh just to add a little bit of chaos to it all uh I'd pick Galactus <laughs> that would be chaotic that is not just, a, just for some chaos just just for some yeah just to just to really fuck shit up um Galactus. I I did think about adding Magneto to mine, so I guess right? it's not that. Right. that yeah. I was I was actually just gonna be like, oh, I'm just gonna pick five villains, and it's gonna be like Doctor Doom and Galactus and yeah Thanos, but like you know, it's just, yeah. <laughs> and then throw Toad in there just to have Toad yeah, in just there. To, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. By the way, there's so... team that's just like purely comedic relief. Just <laughs> that, well, that's how they defeat you. They get you powered. They get you to roll your eyes and sigh and laugh. Yeah. And that's it. And that's how they get you. That's how they get you. Just, how about five Louise Pena's? <laughs> Yo, check this out, Louise. I got something to tell you. <laughs> um, Simshu, thank you for the question. I just want to reiterate, or not reiterate, but let you know we only had about forty-five minutes to think of the answer due to my tardiness getting the questions to the guy. So I think uh, that I, I do was wonder, first. That was Ferd. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Excuse me, Ferd. I, I see the list in my head and it's wrong. God damn I apologize. It, twint. Fair enough. But Ferd, uh, I do apologize. I, maybe we'll come back to this when it's, you know, give us some time to think about it and our answers would change. But I think the guys no. did a stellar job with the 45 minutes ahead of time. We did it. We did, we did it. it. Did a thing. Um, Bing yeah, bong. thank you. <laughs> what? <laughs> Clint, you don't know Bing Bong? I Nobody know. tell him. Yeah, no. <laughs> I didn't hear what you said, to be honest. Oh. Anyway, thank you, Anyways. thank you for. Yeah, thanks for the questions. Keep them coming. We like the questions. We like to add to our queue. We like to hear your answers. Um, if you see a question on the timeline and you're like, "Hey, I really want to answer that," feel free to tag us in it and uh, answer the question as well. Um, yeah, yeah, it's a good one. It's a good time. It's a good time. Um, so we are going to jump right into our actual topic for today. And if you already don't know, it is, uh, Spider-Man No Way Home, uh, is going to be a spoiler filled discussion about that movie. Um, so please, if you've listened this far, I've already spoiled a huge part for you. Um, so that's your own fault. So we're just going to roll right into it. Um, first of all, I think just general thoughts on the movie before we get too far into it. Um, I, I liked it a lot. Um, I was very, uh, I, I know people have mentioned this, uh, it's a lot of fan service, which it absolutely yes, is. Tons. Um, as we go through it, I, I have some thoughts that I, 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 that 
it might be exactly like it was with other movies where I just missed something. Um, like when mm-hmm. I had to see Ghostbusters twice, but um, that, that, you know, again, I liked it. I thought it was great. I, I, I think the casting for everyone in the MCU Spider-Man is, is great. And uh, they made it work surprisingly because it was very different world putting put together, if you will. I had very, very high expectations for this movie. Um, basically through the fault of all the advertising and all the hype building and through my own fault. And, um, it didn't quite hit that mark. Um, and I'll elaborate later on, but I also think it's one of those movies that's got so much to unpack in it Mm -hmm. that you really can't give it an honest evaluation from just one viewing. Because I think there's so much that you're just looking for and you see something you're like, wow, that's amazing. And then you, you know, don't even maybe catch the next, you know, bit of dialogue or some, some, something that appears like an Easter egg or something like that. So I, I definitely am going to give it another shot. I'll probably over Christmas break go see it one more time at least in the movie theater and then my opinion may change. Not saying it's a bad movie. I'm just saying I had really, really, really high expectations in it. Uh, yeah. It got how, it got like ninety percent of the way there. And how could um, how could you not though? I mean, you you're, you're only human being, and there's you know. And I had two huge distractions during the movie, which may have played into it as well. There was <laughs> oh. a guy two rows ahead of me and Kaylee, and about five seats over that was recording the movie on his cell phone. Oh God, the majority really? Of the time. Yeah, and oh, then that sucks. Kind of further over to our left, like further down and further over to the left, so not not nearly that close, but they were taking pictures with one of those strobe flashes. So every time they took a picture, it oh, just, God. it wasn't just one flash. It was like, right. you know, that strobe effect. And right, right. that was, I don't know, 20, 30, 40 times during the course of this two plus hour movie. They, so they were actually taking photos in the movie while watching it. That's, that's my assumption. Or was it like one of those, were, because I know we like text messages sometimes. People have it set up so it flashes. Uh, I don't think so. Because if that was the case, I think the angle of the flash would have been a little bit different. But the okay. other person was 100% recording the movie on their phone. <laughs> and at one point, I think they were doing like a, 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 like a live, like an yeah, Instagram commentary. live or something with it. Yes, and they were doing commentary along with it. Now you see right oh. here, they just, I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm like, wow. you're like five feet away from me. But I mean. I'd be throwing popcorn, dude. Like I said, that could have that could have had a little. <laughs> I might have gotten told on the guy. Like, <laughs> well, I, 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 I wish there was a way to do that, like remotely. Like, I wish the movie theater had an app and you could report. Hey, this guy's uh, recording the movie with a phone because they would have one hundred percent kicked him out and banned him. Because I know of a kid that was had got caught. It was probably a couple of years ago. Now it was for some big movie. It was at our movie theater and he got caught recording it, and they lifetime banned his butt from the from the movie theater. Good. What's this guy going to do, though, if you actually just got up and walked right in front of his camera and smacked his camera out of his hand? <laughs> like, you're, like, seven feet tall. Like, this dude you just cost that guy a lot of money. He can't sell it anymore. Yeah, yeah. We couldn't sell it by talking over it anyways. <laughs> Fucking idiot. He's going to lose all 20 of his followers, man. I know, right. man. Those three subs that he's got. Ugh, that's he, brutal. Just, that sounds like more work than it's worth. But it didn't even look like he was recording the whole thing. It was like only like the big moments of <laughs> of the movie he started recording. And he'd record for like five or ten minutes at a time. And then I would see the phone 
disappear and then it would just reappear again when another big scene came up. What a jack <laughs> what are you doing? Jesus. All right. And well, I whatever. think that made it even more distracting. Like right. to be honest with you, I think if he had just set his phone up like in front of him and just started recording like a normal person that that does that kind of illegal stuff, mm-hmm. I think that would have been but the fact that he kept doing it and then not doing it and then doing it and not doing it I think made it even worse to be honest with you yeah I agree it'd be very distracting because you can't get used to it because he keeps changing his mind and keeps doing different things like yeah makes sense yeah so I'm gonna try to go see like a first showing like on a random day next week like a Wednesday or something like that like go to an 11 o'clock 10 o'clock show or something like Mm -hmm. that and go see it maybe it's a little bit better all right Joey how about you I uh I absolutely loved it uh, my expectations were very high as well going in. Uh, but uh, coming out, I actually found it to be the best uh, Spider-Man movie out of all of them, uh, all the way back to so, 2002. So out of all eight? Yeah. Wow. All of them. What so, about, I mean, wait, wait, wait. What, are we counting um, uh, the Miles Morales one, the animated yeah, one? Into the uh, Spider-Verse? Oh, so yeah. nine, I guess. Yep. Are, are you counting that yep. in that, that list? Yeah. All, okay. all the Spider-Man movies, uh, okay. because that, that includes Sony. I mean, all the sure. Sony-produced Spider-Man movies, pretty much. But uh, right, right. this is the o- this is the only movie that really uh, wraps up three different storylines between th- spanning three decades with very, very good writing and the, the actors that we all come to to know and love that we associated with Spider-Man. So mm-hmm. we're you know we have so much nostalgia woody banter it, it was so much fan service but also a, a great movie so it kind of had the whole package cool mm-hmm. and nate yeah i think it was um i think it was really really well done i like i said i i don't have i didn't have too much expectations going to the marvel movies because i know it's going to be good but i try not to set myself up for uh too much disappointment if it ends up being not as hyped as, as as i imagined it to be but i was like everything that i was expecting this movie to do for me it did and then some honestly um i thought that they did an incredible job of wrapping up yeah years and years of story of spider-man storytelling all into this one movie while basically rebooting the whole movie or rebooting the entire spider-man franchise mm-hmm. but also allowing for sequels so they can literally do whatever they want with whatever spider-man in the entire mcu entire sony or whatever anything spider-man related they can do whatever the hell they want and it will be canon which is like fucking phenomenal like they I know could this literally... is a... yeah go ahead. go ahead i'm sorry yeah, yeah i was just gonna say i know this is at the end and we might get to it later but every time i say that we don't end up getting to stuff yeah. and then i forget about it so i'm just gonna go ahead and bring it up now and who yeah. cares if we talk about stuff out of order yeah, yeah so you mentioned about the reboot and obviously that's at the end where he you know lets strange erase everybody's memory about him mm-hmm. right so mm-hmm. it's like you say it's like clean slate for peter nobody knows who peter is which some of that is still confusing to me like i mean Agreed. literally nobody knows who peter is mm-hmm. um but anyway, so that the thing that I'm wondering is when it moves forward, because I, th- I think the word is, and it may have been one of the 473 articles that Joey's shared with me through Twitter, um, that said, <laughs> Give <or take. laughs> that said, it's, it's, it's probably under, um, that said, um, there's another trilogy that they're wanting to make, I believe is, is what they're talking about. Another three movies. Is that right? 
It's. I believe they have another four Spider-Man projects in the work. Okay, mm. so they might all not be. So they might all so, not be movies. They okay. might not all but, be solo yeah. works. But, okay, but they might not all be. Uh, they might be on Disney Plus or even whatever Sony's doing. I don't know. Right, but obviously there's going to be at least another Tom Holland one. Uh, I think we could probably rest assured that he's going to be back well, for another one. So the, so the question becomes. Sorry, sorry to interrupt you, but the contract is for four more MCU appearances. That's all it is. There's nothing about movies in there. Right. That's why I said the projects. Right. right. Yeah. So, okay. I mean, so, anyway, right. so I'm, I'm going to make an assumption that there's going to be at least one more. Okay. Tom Holland Spider-Man movie. Okay. I'm going to make that assumption. I think that's a um, assumption, actually. Yeah. So the question is, is anybody else that's been in his previous three going to be in there? Like, are we going to see MJ? Are we going to see Ned? Like, are they mm. going to rebuild that relationship and have her eventually come back or is Ned going to, and did Ned forget about his magic sorcerer abilities that he all of a sudden gained? Like did everybody, mm. I mean, everybody forgot who Peter, Peter Parker was Spider-Man, but that didn't mean everybody else forgot everything else or, right. or we just assume that their memories just got erased of all that time frame because he was involved in it. I don't know. See, that's another part I'm confused so, about. So the only thing with that, and I agree with you, it'll be interesting to see what they do. They didn't reference Spider-Man multiple times. So the way I understood it is everything Spider-Man did still happened. Right. Like like it's nobody Peter has, Parker. Right. Like he was involved in stopping Thanos and he was, you know, he stopped the vulture and blah blah blah. Like that all still everybody knows that. It's just they don't know anything about Peter Parker being involved or being Spider-Man. Right. So that's what I'm saying like the the, the thing with Ned being able to do the sorcerer's transportation circle portal i don't know what you want to call it mm-hmm. i'm sure there's an sure. official name for it like is that something that he has retained a memory of i'm saying i would imagine and this is you know strictly a guess yes because he, he he as far as i know he still i would think remembers the confrontation or the interaction he had with spider-man to make everything where it is today hmm. i would think it's interesting. And yeah. This is I what, don't know if that was left that really out on purpose me, or what. Right, right. Agreed. This is the part that really gets me, though, is that the spell itself was specifically to forget that Peter Parker was Spider-Man, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So MJ and Ned should have just forgotten that he was Spider-Man, but they shouldn't have forgotten him specifically in the past. Yes, yes. and yeah. that was another thing I was going to say. That I, I don't... I don't understand that either, unless we misinterpreted what he said, that maybe it was, you're just going to forget Peter Parker, which I'm assuming is what they meant, and just the way that they worded in the script, the spell that he was casting, it came out to us thinking, because to me, that's okay that they forgot he's Spider-Man, that's just something he can eventually... And that's the way I thought it was going to be, that, mm-hmm. that he could eventually tell them. But then in the diner scene where it's like they have no yeah. idea, who, who, I was like, oh, wait, that, that wasn't part of the deal. Right. And it's it like could, they forgot him completely. Right. But and what, it could what, be like if hmm. the spell was screwed up, okay, that okay. okay, I could buy that, but you didn't say that. Like there was no indication that that's what happened, that the spell was screwed up. Instead of just forgetting he was Spider-Man, they just forgot who he was in general. So that... I do yeah, wonder if that was the connection so, Spider Man. Yeah. And I do I mean, that's the problem, is that everything they knew him after that point, he was Spider Man. So maybe and this is hypothetical again, maybe they remember being classmates with him before that, that he was Peter Parker, some guy, but you know, they haven't interacted with anybody who isn't Spider Man over the last couple of years, so they have no idea 
But Peter Parker, like, Ned didn't even acknowledge him. Ned, right. Ned and him yeah. were best friends even right. before he became Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm just going to go ahead and get my, my other main complaint out of the way since I already talked about one of them. The, sure. the one being that some of that stuff was kind of ambiguous and it was confusing. And as it's not even, ha- this... like, you very got a good point that it's not even established really. Because yeah. what's going to end up happening is Doctor Strange will remember he's Peter Parker or at least Spider-Man or, you know. Um, yeah, how does he not remember will... if he's the one that cast the spell? That's right. The... So the other thing that I found annoying in a otherwise spectacular movie, and again, this is the the thing about how the spell worked. That wasn't even a big one. This is the big one for me. I felt like the Peter trying to help the the villains from the previous movies redeem themselves was corny, elementary, like not very well thought out type of plot like i i get it i i get it i get that that's he's he's a good guy and he wants to help the bad guys become good guys like i get it but that is like so like that's like the 90s marvel animated cartoon level writing to me i'm gonna i'm gonna add on to that because i agree with this 100 percent what drove me nuts about it too is how they did it like this these guys are known and i'm gonna use the term here super villains and, mm-hmm. hey, let's put them all in an apartment together and see what happens. You know, like, if they were actually concerned, which the, they assume they were, about themselves, they would have done, like, one at a time or they would have done something different. But instead of saying, everybody just come to my house. It's a party. It'll be fine. You know, no big deal. I, so I, I, I kind of sort of agree, but I also saw it from a different light. I saw them drawing a parallel to uh, – the decisions made in the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man to the point where Peter's actions uh, was a direct cause of a traumatic experience that occurs in Spider-Man's story. Spider-Man's. <laughs> Peter Parker's story. So, okay, so basically, so saying... in, in the Tobey Maguire one, his direct actions of letting the bank robber go or the robber go caused the death of mm-hmm. Uncle mm-hmm. Ben. Yeah. And in this one is a parallel to the death of Aunt May. Right. And I get that. I get that. But but I, I think we're even talking about the before that all happened. We're talking about when they were, you know, all of them were trying to get, you know, fixed. Because first of all, first of all, I don't know how you fix a psychological disorder with a, with a one-time shot. I mean, Green Goblin can't be solved. You know, you can't stop being Green Goblin because I gave you a shot. That's just that's not you're, how science you're, works. You're gonna argue semantics in a fucking movie where there's three Spider-Men across. Uh, you're, you're not wrong, but, the, <laughs> but, but the, on, also, you have to remember he got he got the psychological disorder, the right. mental health disorder from a green shot. I from, agree. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. fair. That's fair. And I, I did so is science. That. But <laughs> science. science. I'm but, somewhat of a scientist too. You know. I was right. waiting for somebody uh, to say it. Right. But, uh, I, I don't know. It was myself. It was all just silly that they could just cure them all and that the other Spider-Man didn't do that. Like, I get that's kind of him being like a a young, impulsive, still not. But but, but here's my thing. Like, I thought we already went through that part of his character arc with the whole thing with Tony. Where it's like, oh, you don't deserve to have the suit. Like, that whole, yeah, that was great. Okay, now he's matured a little bit. Oh, nope, he's still immature and he's not listening to Doctor Strange because he's a kid and he knows better, you know, and he's going to go save all these guys and he's going to fix the problem and Doctor Strange doesn't know what he's talking about and I'm going to take his his box from him. In his defense, though, uh, he originally was going to just send him right back. He was. But 
he had a conversation with a lot of people, including Aunt May, who actually convinced him. No, Aunt to do May. The right thing. That's true. Oh, so it, she's it, a softie. It, it's really, it was really her that convinced mm -hmm. him to do the right thing and listening to his conscience and Aunt May. And, you know, yeah. that's that kind you of. You see where that right, right thing got you, Aunt May. <laughs> do you think there's any. You got Uncle like... Ben. <laughs> <Cool. laughs> Minute like, You just kept digging there, Joey. In a better way, though. <laughs> in a better way than, 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 than Uncle Ben. Um, But so, like, here's the thing. Do you think that. Uh, the way that the story worked where this is years after he lost Tony and then he kind of like reverted because he's a kid. So he learned his lessons from Tony. And then when Tony passed that, like flipped it back to be like, you know what? I'm going to, you know, different mental state. And then the cycle begins again. Right. Where another could... tragedy with that may and then he kind of loses his shit you know what i mean i could i could accept that if they would have done three minutes of dialogue to make that point but i yeah. i think that's it's like whenever you used to have to read poetry in school and you know the teacher had some interpretation of what the yeah. poem really meant and it's like yeah. you're reading too much into it like i I, th I think that's what's what's happening i, I don't think that's what they intended oh he's reverting back to his old ways because tony's dead now if anything i would think that would strengthen his resolve to stick with the lessons that tony taught him uh now that now that tony's dead but again that's now that's my over analysis of a of a comic book movie but again and and i i didn't mean to cause this giant tangent but that's probably that's probably my biggest complaint like i i could forget the weird wonky spell thing at the end um, but the, the driving force of, of that Spider-Man, that Peter Parker's, the Tom Holland, Peter Parker's whole mission. And I, I guess I'm okay with it to the point where it brought in the other two and their redemption that they needed. Mm -hmm. I just think it was a lazy way of doing that. If that makes sense. Like, I think they could have redeemed all three of them because I think they all three needed redeeming Peter because of what happened, I think with Aunt May during the course of the movie, but the other two from what we had seen in their previous movies and, and losing people and, and, and things that happened with the villains that they did. I, I just think it was lazy. I think they could have done better, but on the other hand, and this, this is goes to just the sheer number of heroes and villains in this one movie that all this stuff has to take place over the course of you know two and a half hours, whatever it is. I think mm -hmm. that was another problem is they tried to cram all these people, all this storyline, all this redemption, a redemption arc for three different Peter Parkers all into one movie. And I think that's part of their problem too, uh, mm -hmm. is that they, they, they try, I mean, they did, they put it all in there, but I think that's probably why they had to get kind of lazy with the, the plot of, you know, curing all the bad guys and making them good. I think that's part of their problem is that they didn't have room to flesh out some better stories to do that. If that makes sense. It's one of those things too. It's like, I feel like if you kind of damned, if you do and damned, if you don't, because if you make this movie into like a two part movie, people are going to be fucking pissed because it's going to be like with COVID with filming. You're like, okay, you release part one. And then there's a cliffhanger, you know, wait eight months for part two. Like get out of here. Like, you know, like people aren't going to like that. Um, oh, we did it with time. Infinity War and Endgame, but that was that was written into the contracts. <laughs> that, was yeah. that was pre-COVID. Yeah, that was pre-COVID. I'm just saying. True. Yeah, 
But I'm just like, I and Look like what happened with Dune. Ooh, right, yeah. Dune's a good well. The, the, yeah, the, the, that was Dune's fault for not already having it ready to go and at least taping. Jesus. Yeah. Well, they um, they told them that they couldn't because of the whole COVID uh, situation, and they didn't give them the green light till mm. after they saw was the it, numbers. Was it just COVID or yeah? It was the numbers. So yeah. that's that's what sucks about. Yeah. It. Anyway, go on, Nate. Um. But yeah, it's just, it's I don't know. I I I, I see where you guys are coming from with the story. Um. Mm-hmm. Because you're right, it is it is a very elementary mentality and way of storytelling. Because it is like I'm I am realizing my potential as the ultimate good guy, and the ultimate good guy would help these people instead of sending them off to let them be other people's problems, no matter the cost. And I don't know if that's a great lesson, honestly. Like if it is, <laughs> it is archetypical uh, yeah. Spider-Man, though. Yes, it is very. I mean, yeah. it, that's that's exactly how you would imagine a, a Spider-Man comic would be written. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's just there was there was I know I think like as I went through the movie, there was a lot of points where it was just like I was like, damn, this has gotten me like feeling emotions and and feelings from <laughs> movies from Spider-Man movies that I haven't felt in a very very long time. Yes, there's a lot of emotional stuff in it, and yeah. like. I loved that part of it. Like yeah. I loved the fan service. And I know sometimes people complain about, oh, you're just giving fan service. Oh, we're literally the ones buying the tickets. We so why it. not yeah. give us what we're looking <laughs> give for? Give us what we want. And I, I loved it. I had just yeah. recently watched uh, Spider-Man 1 and 2, the Tobey Maguire ones. Mm. I, I really tried to get into other three before the movie came out. And I just ran out of time. But now, a perfect example is that Kaylee asked me the other day, she said, after we watched the movie, she said, I really want to watch the Andrew Garfield ones. And I was like, really? Like, no interest in the Tobey Maguire one? She's like, no, I want to see the Andrew Garfield ones. So, you know, I mean, it's it's having an effect where it's getting some of these kids that were a little too young at the time that these other ones came out interested in going back and seeing some of those that maybe hadn't been exposed to it at, at some other point. So kudos to them for also uh, making those uh, previous franchises popular again. Yeah, Andrew I mean, Garfield I, I, will be back. Just you watch. That's the I thing. So. I mean, people want him back now, which is kind of surprising. I could but. see him doing a Disney Plus version of his Amazing Spider-Man, mm. like to where it's just like a you know villain of the week type thing with with him, or or even voice in a cartoon version of Spider-Man. I just well, I just think he does a great job with so, it. So so one thing, and this is this is a great segue to something I I I don't know. I didn't love not seeing so. I didn't like that they just chose one villain from every Spider-Man universe. I would have liked to have seen some other villains in there. Um, some was, new ones? I, well, not even some new ones. Even even just some of the old ones. I was waiting for um, for James Franco to show up when he took over mm. as the third one. And I understand, and we'll get to why Topher Grace wasn't in there. <laughs> it's very obvious why. <laughs> but um, you know, and then they had um, they had a, they had the other green. How cool it? Or maybe they would have done. I don't know. It's cool, but the Green Goblin that they were trying to allude to in this Andrew Garfield amazing Spider-Man mm. movies just have him show up and have um you know the Rhino show up and stuff I mean they mentioned him yeah so now now let's did, it's yeah, already a problem there's too many let's add some more well, I, I'm not saying I'm not saying they had to be or there. different ones or not Rhino and Scorpion ones. actually uh, appeared as silhouettes in the cracking multiverse at the end 
Mm-hmm. Oh, see, I, I couldn't tell any. I was looking. I thought. It yeah, that's something we. Not, but yeah, me, me and you talked about afterwards. If there was anybody we were supposed to see, and I was, I was willing to bet that there were some people about to cross over that we had seen and just getting silhouettes of them. So that's pretty cool to get confirmation of that. So it, it just, but to me, it just would have been neat to see, you know, at least something with them. Like they showed up, but then they got sent home and they didn't find them or something. Just the fact that they found them all, kind of thing, is. I don't know. I, I, again, just just to give more fan service to some of the lesser known or more less popular villains, I guess. But I know they chose one. Movie and I get it. Let, let me ask this question that there was, uh, there was actually scenes filmed with, uh, Emma Stone, Kirsten Dunst, and even, uh, the, the little girl who played Morgan Stark, uh, oh, really? scenes filmed. Yep. And they were, they were left on the cutting room floor. Oh, that would have been, that would have been pretty cool. You think, I mean, I, I could be wrong. I, I just, I just, the thought that popped in my head, Joe, you were going to ask a question. Yeah. So, and this is going to kind of segue to another conversation, but the, the initial question is, do you think that this Spider-Man movie with the crossover with the other two Spider-Man, 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 um, Spider-Man. and Spooderman and all the villains and everything that they kind of brought into this and, and Dr. Strange being there and Wong being there, which, Wow, Wong's the Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah. That was a surprise. That was that was um, awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, do, <clears throat> do you think that this carries the same weight in the MCU to you personally as the Avengers movies did? It's mm, a good question. No. I don't. I'm, I'm leaning towards so. a no as well. Yeah. So this good. So this brings me to my next question: Where the hell is our next Avengers movie? Like I was just looking at it the other day and I was thinking about it too. So I just looked it up again for the dates. The longest since they started the Avengers movies, the team up movies Mm -hmm. since they've started, the longest we've gone is three years. And that was only once between the first one and age of Ultron. Everything else has been just one to two years. And I'm counting civil war because that was such a huge team up. I'm going to count that as an Mm -hmm. Avengers movie. Mm -hmm. Um, we the last one was 2019, obviously right right um, when um, uh, Endgame came out was April mm-hmm. 2019, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, looking in the future of the ones that have already been named, like oh this is the movie that's coming out on this date. We're all the way through 2023, so that's four years without an announced Avengers movie. Even if you dial a year back for the pandemic thing and say that would have been through 2022, that's still three years and counting because that's a summer movie that's announced. So you Mm -hmm. would think an Avengers movie at the earliest is going to get to us summer of 2024. Do you think Marvel is like not sure what they're doing with the next team-up movie? Or what do you you think they're... They 100% have a path already. Dude, in Feige, um, we trust. Come on. I, I know we say that all the time. I know we say <laughs> that all the time. But that's a long drought when we have been getting basically every year to two years a, a team-up movie. And so, now you're talking about probably at least five years before we so get after, the next one? After the production ended for Endgame, they already made it clear that they've already had writers... Uh, all brainstorming already uh, for the next phase. And they've already termed the next phase as a cosmic phase. Um, So they have everything announced up till, you said 2023, I think, right? Yeah. With, what is it, Black Panther 2? I think that's the last one that's officially like... Guardians of the Galaxy 3 uh, is May of 23. Um, 
no, Ant Ant Man and the Wasp is the one for July twenty twenty three, and then Fantastic Four is listed as after that, yes, but there's right. not a, yep. a date on it yet. So I, I think they they definitely do know. The problem is they they're not going to announce it. Uh, they're going to keep it close to their vest, chest, sleeve, whatever, because of all the different things that need to ebb and flow as far as um, releases with everything. Now that they have Disney Plus. They have to do. They have to deal with the pandemic delaying things. Uh, so, what Foggy mentioned is, you know, they'll announce these things, but they're, there's, they're not going to announce that far out because things change. So um, you don't think it's taking already, too long? No, I do. I personally well, think they're I, I waiting think they, too long. I think they got to get to because the thing is, we knew going into Avengers. Or I guess we knew when they did the first Avengers, we knew who the big bad was. But what's the di- time difference between Avengers and Endgame? Well, the first Avengers, I mean, that that wasn't the the end all be all big bad. It was just Loki, like right. But 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 that was introduced us to my point. My, where I'm going with this is we don't have the big bad yet because they've had to establish some other things first. For example, Shang Chi and the Eternals. You know, they had to get them. But what I'm out. saying is you did that with an initial Avengers team up movie. I'm I'm not saying okay, let me let me clarify that. I'm not saying where is our next Avengers in game big huge team up. This is mm-hmm. the big bad that we're destroying. I'm saying where's the first one in that first one in that set? Because so it may take it, four. You got it last you got it in November called the Eternals. There. <sighs> that was not that's, it, man. Not even close to being it. That's disappointing if that's the case. I know. No. No, I know what you're saying, but the, the problem is they're you're not gonna get it for a little bit. Because because of what they've done already with Avengers yeah. Infinity War and Endgame, mm-hmm. there there's there's there needs to be a time to establish uh, at least uh, a foundation there before even having the first the first team up movie. So do you so think, think once we see that first one, do you think we're gonna start seeing them every one to two years? To where it's like, okay, this one is 2024, and then the next one's 20, 2025, 2026, I, and then 2027 is the big culminating one. I don't think so. With, now mm-hmm. with Disney+, Plus, I don't think so. I think they're oh. going to take their time in telling mm-hmm. these stories, because if you see the way that the movie releases are coming out, like you've got... Like we've got Morbius coming out. We've got Doctor Strange in a few months, and after that, I think it's Ew, like... Morbius. Morbius is an MCU, though. Morbius is Sony. Right, but just... Right. Um, but you do have four also, next year. But we got what? Uh, Captain Marvel at some point. Um, after... Next year, you have, in this order, Doctor Strange right. 2, Thor 4, okay. um, Black Panther right. uh, 2, and that's that's actually it. Because I, I think Marvel's got uh, bumped back when they bumped everything else. So the Marvel's is not until February of 2023. But you still do have three next year, which is still a lot when so you I think, think about like, it. I feel like in 2023 with the Marvel's release, that's going to be when we finally see Nick Fury back. Or there's gonna, we're going to see Nick Fury then. And then at that point, I feel like that is the time to introduce the big bad and have Fury be like, okay, we need another Avengers. Like We need to bring another team together. And I think it's that's going to be... Secret Wars. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at it in 2023... And beyond is definitely very cosmic-y because you've got yeah. the Marvels, you've got Guardians of the Galaxy, Ant-Man and the Wasp, which is the Quantumania, so it may not be, like, universe-spanning, but it's, like, again, probably going to be dealing with the... Right, exactly. And then Fantastic Four, which obviously we know will 
that that could be the one that could be the one that's you know introduces Galactus. You know, I know that's the name that's being thrown around a lot as a you know as the next yeah. possible big. I, honestly, if we see Galactus though. We better see Silver Surfer, or I will be very disappointed. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. and I mean, I know uh, Vince Vaughn is Silver yeah. Surfer, but yeah, definitely. Yeah, right. Or Sandra Bullock is Silver Surfer would yeah. be a nice or so, touch too. Sandra Bullock is Galactus. Jesus, can I? Oh, we saw, can we I just the multiverse stuff to go through? I want to interject yeah. and, and just say that. Uh, Thor totally missed out on an opportunity by not calling it Thor for more Thor. <laughs> no argument here. Maybe they'll maybe they'll reference that in the movie because I know Kevin Feige <laughs> listens to this and can fit yeah. it in. But you're but right, Clint. Yeah, yeah. The multiverse stuff is really going to come yeah. out. I think the next movie, which is Doctor Strange, and I think that'll at least open some doors or windows or whatever terminology you want to use to get right. to something like that. I know King the Conqueror keeps coming up as well as Galactus, so uh, it'll be interesting. I think he's going to end up being the the Loki to, you know, like, mm-hmm. and then Thanos mm. with Galactus. If yeah, that makes and he sense. might be. And that might be the way it is. And that's great. I, I, and I don't know enough about the comics to say what's right or wrong, but I'd, I'd be cool with that. Because I very easily could see the Kang storyline where when it's time to fight Galactus, he ends up actually turning to help mm-hmm. uh, the, the new Avengers. There you go. Do you think that they will do multiple big bads so like what i mean is like you have this overarching you know potentially galactus like you know planetary threat and then you got the fantastic four that obviously could lead into doom and then you've got you've got strange where it could be like kang you know what i mean like do you think they they, they do multiple big bads in multiple timelines like this i i definitely do from from sorry i i just no, don't want to you. Yeah, no, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. Um, good. Good. what what feige was saying that is that they wanted to go away from the singular huge big bad like with that umbrellas an entire like x number of phases mm-hmm. to multiple big bads that aren't as ginormous but they're interwoven between plots and storylines with each other that overlap Mm. so you know maybe maybe the first phase will be galactus but in the middle of that phase we kind of get uh, a subtle hint or introduction of the next one gotcha it'll be interesting and and i'm glad you i'm glad you went first because mine would have actually went against that so Good job. I, I should just defer to you because I actually you actually know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, um, I, I I would I would love to hear what you're thinking. Well, I I, I was think I was kind of hoping they didn't go that way. I like that there's one because it, it, you know I'm trying to remember who drew the cartoon, but they always did the cartoon about how like Spider Man goes one on one with the big bad and it's really hard. But then when there's two, they're twice as stupid because they can't really you know <laughs> get along. And I always worry about that kind of thing happening. But um, you know if they're inter- more, it's more interwoven versus tagging together that could definitely be an approach that I could get behind. So, and then that's, that's the thing though, you know, it's like what, what causes all these Avengers to have to get together, right? Because Mm -hmm. it's gotta be something. If, if that singular big bad is not that dangerous, then it's not going to warrant all of them getting together again an avengers level three right exactly you know because you think about some of these movies that we've seen with some of these 
bad guys that we have seen that didn't warrant bringing everybody up or didn't even warrant like bringing in like one or two extra you're like what's going on where's everybody else when all this is going on like right they not seeing this as a threat so you know you have to imagine that the the one that's going to be a threat to bring them all together has got to be somebody huge so it's got to be like a a doom or a galactus or you know kang could first bring them together i guess you know until you find out oh he's not really the biggest threat you know and then somebody Mm -hmm. else comes along so i i think the biggest reason to support the the not giant singular big bad is just contracts you have mm. when when mcu first started you had all these uh who is the biggest name actor robert downey jr and then you had all these other lesser known actors who also had um some type of rec name recognition but they didn't garner these giant contracts so they were able to sign these multi-picture deals and also make uh like a 10-year contract but now you're having people who don't go much further. Like, look, Tom Holland, he's like right now six six years. If he signed four more years, that's, you know, 10 years. But when you have these big bads, you have to have all these giant actors now that are signed on to these giant contracts that last forever. Um, so being able mm-hmm. to interweave these, these big bads allows them to have Avenger-level threats but not to the point of maybe an end game where it, it warrants, mm-hmm. you know, every single actor to show up on screen and work together in, well, I don't, who knows how long the pandemic will last too. <laughs> so that, that brings up another question. Do you ever think we're going to see another Marvel movie to the extent of what we saw in Endgame as far as the number of uh, heroes brought together in one single movie? Or do you I'm going to say that no was, and I hope yeah. I'm dead wrong. I, I think we will. I, think I honestly we will. think we will yeah, too. I, I, think, I we think it'll be. I don't think it's. I think it's going to take another ten years from now. Yeah. But I, th- I, I yeah, think yeah. it'll happen too. I think they'll mm-hmm. eventually get, even if it's like a little small deal that they get them brought back, you know, for it. Because I mean, like some of the ones that were in game were in there for, like, if they had five minutes of screen time, that was a lot. You know, mm-hmm. some of them that mm-hmm. were just kind of literally flying in and out of the screen and stuff like yeah. that. So I, I think they could probably work out some kind of deal with them especially if it's still making money hand over fist i mean you know you throw anybody mm-hmm. the right money and they may start writing that up in contracts to where it's not necessarily you know x amount of films it might be you know x amount of days on set worked or something like that to right. where they can bring him in for one day shoot their stuff and then pff, you're out of there type mm-hmm. of thing so no telling you know when there's that much money involved and that's that's all it is it's a cash cow right now i mean they can throw out <laughs> any movie out there just about mm-hmm. yeah um and 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 still make all that money. Yeah. The the, the thing with that though is the, you know, pandemic related production getting all those people even in uh the same spot at one time to do any filming cuz I think they did they did some type of like major photo shoot when they actually had all these actors in and it was literally a giant like warehouse stage of every single actor and actress and it was over 100 plus people there it was like it was like um, a bleachers in a high school game yeah, yeah 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 exactly and and imagine doing that during the pandemic you can't right yeah the logistics yeah. is definitely you know become obviously <laughs> more more diff- more but like you said yeah. 10 years from now I, I maybe i'll change my mind but currently i would say no but i hope i'm completely you hope you're wrong I yeah I, I'm gonna try to live. I, you guys bring up a good point, but I'm gonna be optimistic and say yes, just because I want this pandemic to end or at least get under control. Um, yeah. I, I know we're we're kind of clicking on time here. So speaking of big bads, let's go to the absolute final scene of Spider-Man: No Way Home, where we find our friend 
Tom Holland as Brock. Um, I don't remember Brock's name off the top of my head. I know one of you do. But um, as Venom, talking about the MCU at the bar, uh, we now find out what happened at the end of Venom when he was magically transported because of the multiverse thing, and then he was magically transported back. That's what makes me think that there, there could have been other, you know, other bad guys that could have come across from other universes that they just didn't catch kind of thing. So just for clarification, because he knew Peter Parker was Spider-Man, he was brought in, which we saw at the end of the Venom movie, and mm-hmm. then when we saw him disappearing back was after the spell was cast right so he's, yeah. he's gone back now yada right. yada yada but, um but what he did was that symbiote that little yeah, itty bitty spec which right symbiote. which is their way of being able to introduce venom officially into the right. mcu into which makes me think they are not done with tom holland's spider-man not, not at agreed all. Yeah. agreed right. and that, that's what made me think you were right about that at least that's probably going to be the next tom holland spider-man movie you'll probably have Venom and one of those four it's, films that Joey was talking about will probably be freaking MCU version of Venom spinoff movie like Sony's got their own Venom and, and to be perfectly honest with you and I've talked to Joey about this it's kind of irritating like I understand they're they're doing the best they can with this very weird licensing situation but it's so dumb like either either cross them over or don't like, don't have them crossed over in in-credit scenes and then possibly give us... And I know there's multiple... I mean, you could technically have that symbiote join up and create one of these 47 Venomized versions that we've seen Funko Pops of, right? You could have Venomized Hulk or you could have Venomized Captain Marvel or Venomized whoever. Venomized Morgan Stark. You know, it doesn't matter. Like, you can have Venomized anybody at this point. But it's probably going to be Venom. Like, you wouldn't mm-hmm. start off with him crossing over with somebody else and it could end up being one of those disney plus shows it could be where it's a venom disney plus show it's gonna actually be i don't think it's gonna be venom because they've done venom it's gonna be i think it's gonna be black i think it's gonna be black suit spider-man well right but doesn't that lead to venom and this is somebody who doesn't write the comics it 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 does eventually it leads into like agent venom yeah uh, stuff like that yep Mm, okay so you think that's the storyline they'll pick up so it'll be unique from the sony venom that they're that they're doing that's what that's what I think. I think like I mean like so Agent Venom is Flash Thompson. Like mm-hmm. so they kept that character around Flash for a Thompson, reason. Though. Right. Yeah, I hope oh, yeah, a yeah, absolutely. Actor. But yeah, they 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 <laughs> kept him around for a reason, right? And I think like they have a reason for it and I, I do believe that that would be cool if they did Agent Venom. I think that'd be um that'd be a good twist on it. I think like I understand where you're coming from, Joey, with the with the crossover being kind of annoying because it's like you have this alternate universe venom who's not really a villain who's like kind of uh you know like he's uh he's a bad guy yeah anti-hero where in the comics traditionally venom is a bad guy and he's been established as a bad guy in the um, uh in the marvel movies previously the sam raimi one so Mm -hmm. it's very odd to cross over uh the current eddie brock in the with uh what's his face tom hardy and be like, oh, he's in this world teaming up with Spider-Man. They're best friends and whatever. You know, it's just, it's just fuck shit up. So, yeah, I really hope that's not what they do. Because I think... My uh, my real world take on the whole situation is the that um, Eddie Brock's appearance in the MCU was merely part of the negotiations mm-hmm. by Pascal and Feige. And uh, as soon as they got Eddie Brock over to the MCU, Feige quickly noped out of there and got Eddie 
right back to the Sony side. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is too bad because I do like uh, the actor that plays him a lot. Uh, um, Tom Tom Hardy is Tom Hardy. Yes, awesome. I almost said Tom Holland, but yes, I'm just, I, I'm just I like I like fan. the Venom persona more than I like the Eddie Brock persona. I do too. I, I do too. And I think I was telling somebody this. Like I love Tom Hart or Tom Hardy, but this is it. They just did not write his role right. No. Yeah. So. Um, um. But and they doubled they doubled down on it too with each, right. each new Venom. Right, yeah. and I agree they did. And it, I mean, it, don't, Tom Holland or Tom Hardy <laughs> is doing the best he can with it, I think. Mm-hmm. But you know, you can only do so much with directing and writing. So, um, but anyway, I digress. At least we have something coming down. And I mean, you know, and what's interesting, just hypothetical situation here, it is cosmic that we have this now alien that we're going to get Black Suit Spider Man from. Kind of links to everything else. Just saying. So I have I have a question that's just something that I was thinking about, and obviously Asian Joy, if you feel feel free to poke holes in my in my theory, um, but so at the end of No Way Home, the spell was cast. We're all kind of like, hey, why did everyone forget Peter? We're a little bit confused. We're a little bit um, gigantic plot hole. That's a really good point that they would have forgotten Spider Man, but they wouldn't have forgotten Peter because you know, like like you said, Ned and him were best friends. What if? What if in the situation that Strange was in under duress, he cut a corner on the spell and put Peter in a different timeline? Would that be... And then, so it made him... So instead of him making everybody in the world forget who Spider-Man is, because it's literally every person that had a TV, (laughs) he popped him in a different timeline and was like, you deal with it. Is that a possibility? That'd be cool if he didn't acknowledge the fact that he couldn't do something time related because he doesn't have the time stone at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> that's a good point. That's a good um, point. That sounds like a very Rick and Morty right. plot line, to be honest. Right. <laughs> um, you know, I I agree with you. It's it was interesting, but the thing is, I'll also kind of quench that is Peter Parker was never like surprised or anything. He all he he knew. Right. He knew going in what was going to happen. Like he right. some, somehow knew that Ned was going to forget him. He knew. Um, yeah, like, but he had that whole speech prepared to to introduce yeah, to, himself. To, to, right. So that's MJ, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. This isn't a surprise to him. It's not like he expected him to say, "Hey, remember me? I'm Peter from fourth grade." It's no idea. Yeah. So that's that's my assumption is that the writers did intend for it to be a spell where everybody just forgot who Peter Parker was, but didn't really go about explaining that as well. Because if all four of us came acro- came away with the same confusion as to what the spell actually did, I- I'm assuming that was probably just a, oops, we kind of dropped the ball, I-, I guess the script supervisor's fault or something, I don't know, to say, hey guys, this is not going to make sense when it comes out, because it's just supposed to be them forgetting he is Spider-Man, not forgetting who he is. So uh, I'm assuming that, the, that the, that was their intent. I do like the alternate timeline thing. Um, but that whole thing is already convoluted as it is the, yeah. the multiple yeah. timelines and variants. And then it's like, okay, like, cause you know, it kind of introduces, I guess in, in Loki that, you know, when you go to these other, you know, timelines that have been created or, or whatever you want to call it, a, a different multiverse that's been created, you know, the, the people are the same, but then they're not the same all the time. And, and that part gets kind of confusing too. Like, Oh yeah, that's Peter Parker, but it doesn't look like Peter Parker, you mm. know, type of thing. And, and sometimes they do look like they're, they're same person. And sometimes they don't. So, 
Yeah, like I said, don't make anything more convoluted. Not, not talking about you, Nate. I'm just talking about them yeah, yeah, just in general. In general the movie. It was an awesome a, theory. It's a because I remember he says he dangerous. says something like yeah, he says he says that he doesn't have the time stone, but then he mentions something else afterwards. I forget the exact line, but he was just like, I don't have the time stone, but the forgetting spell though. Yeah, so that was what the yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that was like his version remember, of going back in time by making everybody right by forget. making people forget. Right. Yeah. So if you didn't notice in the trailers, uh, Wong is walking out through a portal and he goes, "Don't cast that spell." Yeah. But he doesn't yeah. say that in the movie. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. Marvel misdirection at its best. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. I, so I, I got. I, I know we spent the last hour basically bashing the movie, but uh, I <laughs> think it's important to remind everybody that we know. Despite this, we all really enjoyed it, and uh, oh, really, it was great! Like yeah. I said, I'm planning on going to see it back in the movie theater again. I mean, yep, if right. I, I'm going to go. It's see not it like again. Matrix Resurrections where I'm not planning on going to spend my money on that again. I'll get it on Blu-ray or something. But I'm I'm definitely going to try to squeeze in one more showing of of Spider-Man at the movie theater. Um, before he's going to watch Sing Two, and then instead of leaving the theater, he's just going to go walk over to the Spider-Man. Yep. Done that before, back in my broke <laughs> days. Yep. Spend the whole day at the movie theater for the price of one ticket. <laughs> if it works. But uh, they also got reserved seats now, which could make that another obstacle. But regardless, um, yes, I, I, I enjoyed it. I look forward to where they're going with it. I know I just said it earlier in Feige, we trust. So whatever the next Spider-Man movie is, I look forward to it. Whatever's going in the MCU, I look forward to it. Uh, just hope. I, I mean, I kind of hope Ned and, uh, and Zendaya, or uh, I don't remember Ned's first real actor name but i hope they're not gone i hope they're still part of the franchise i hope uh you know because they make they made a fun fun team and i don't want to see them go just because of some stupid spell <laughs> so um any last any last thoughts on this on this marvel of a movie okay no just dead silence that's all you get loved, i loved the original suit i just wish i would have seen a better shot of it you know I, one thing i do want to mention is i think uh and you know, major spoiler, obviously. Toby Maguire, Andrew Garfield did a fantastic job um, with the circumstances they were given. Toby Maguire is now old, <laughs> basically, and Andrew Garfield, or uh, definitely got kind of got the shaft. Really, he only got two Spider-Man movies, so I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing a third one if they wanted to try it. But oh man, when when Doc Ock talks about Toby grew up, right? Oh mm. man, there was so old man, many good... old man Parker movie. A dark old man Parker movie. I mean, I wouldn't be against it. I mean, I did like when uh, when Toby got stabbed. He's like, "What? I haven't been stabbed before," <laughs> you know, because you're all led to believe he's gonna die, and then all he's like, "Yeah, I'm fine." I, I like that. I like the banter between all of them with the with his back hurting all the time. Oh yeah, and they cracked each other's back and yeah, talking about brothers and what have you. Yeah, I did too. I I, I, I you know credit to them. It comes they, out of <laughs> that's got to be a little awkward for them, <laughs> right? Right. Oh, yeah, when they're talking about the webbing, yes. And I like that they addressed that. Yeah, right? (laughs) And he had a web block. Don't even think about that. But anyway, so I thought they did, you know, just to give that a shout out, I think they did a good job. And, you know, again, it might have been a little little awkward for them to be there filming something that wasn't technically their Spider-Man movie, but who knows what the future will bring. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think all in all, I really, really enjoyed it. I thought they, like we've talked about, they... They gave us what everyone wanted, and um, I'm definitely going to watch it again. I think there's there's things I missed. I think there's things mm-hmm. that I, I definitely want to pay closer attention to. Um, but 
I was Shout yeah, out. I was I was hyped for it, and I'm I'm glad I watched it. Shout out to Marvel for keeping it quiet as long as they did too. My final yeah. thought is, I needed more Matt Murdock and Daredevil. Oh, for sure, yeah. I think everybody agrees with you, but I think everyone was at least encouraged to see him there. Yes. I, I, I can't wait for them to bring him back in the fold permanently because that is still my number one Marvel show, both Netflix, uh, ABC, I guess, with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and Disney Plus-wise. Daredevil's mm-hmm. still number one in my mm-hmm. book. So I was super excited when it finally confirmed. And, and I, had, I had heard and seen that he was sitting at the table at their apartment or whatever and mm-hmm. had forgotten about it. So when he finally showed up at the table... I was, I went, yes, and I pointed at the screen, and Kaylee was like, what, what are you so excited about? It's like, maybe half the theater knew who that was, and the other half didn't, so it was really? very strange. Uh, um, yeah, but yeah. yeah, our theater cheered last night. People, there were, there was a few moments that people cheered, like, you know, when, when, when Aunt May said the quote, with the great power comes a great responsibility, people, you know, people cheered, and um, yeah, definitely that, that, uh, Matt Murdock moment. And when he was, caught uh, the brick, I'm a yeah, really good yeah. lawyer. Yes. Yeah, yes. <laughs> so, so you guys um, did have closing thoughts. Okay, good. Yeah. So like, <laughs> I think like when I was saying earlier, like some of the emotions, like some of the, you felt like uh, that I haven't felt since like drawing parallels from like the early Spider-Man movies was um, very much. So that scene right before he loses, everyone loses their memory of him. And he was, he's in the relationship with, with the MJ and it was very much similar to the very first Spider-Man, Sam Raimi one, when he walks away from her um, at the end of the movie um, mm-hmm. after the funeral. Like those kind of feelings where it's like, man, he works so hard to have some sense of normalcy and he's been, you know, he's he knows he's got to do the right thing. And then again, it's like he loses everything by doing the right thing. And this is, again, this is like, he's lost it again. And it's like this constant feeling of like every time. Um, and this is this feeling of helplessness for the character. And it's just like, it's just written so well that you like, you, you have these kind of feelings from a kid in a Spider-Man suit, right? (laughs) It's, it's, it's crazy to think. Um, but yeah, overall amazing movie. Sandra Bullock's acting acting chops. Tom Holland's acting chops. <laughs> That's disappointing. Sandra oh. Bullock is Galactus, please. It is going to be weird to see Tom Holland Tom in Uncharted, by the way. Yes. Yeah. Saw the trailer for that before my for my viewing. I was mm-hmm. like, hmm, I don't know how I feel about this. I, yeah, yeah. It's a little strange. Mm. Poor Tom but Holland. Mark Wahlberg is as uh, as Sully is also. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry. If anybody should have been uh, the the main actor for Uncharted, it should have been Nathan Fillion. He looks identical to Nathan Drake. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's true. Time for a different time for a different discussion. Well, which we'll have. Yes, I'm sure we will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, any other closing thoughts before we wrap it up? Go see Spider Man if you haven't, because you just listened to an entire spoiler filled podcast. Yeah. Yeah, you idiot. You dumb idiot. <laughs> Even if you have, you might want to see it. I, I look forward to having it on 4K and watching it again, for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. I'll, I'll, so, like, we, we, Joey and I mentioned this earlier, uh, Tall Joey, and it's just, for me, it's one of these movies that um, I don't think it's a 
throw it on the background and watch it over and over again, kind of like a Black Panther or, you know, like for me, like Winter Soldier or like, you know, like Avengers Endgame. Or like just something that I just like want to throw on and kind of watch in the background over and over and over again. I think this is like, this is one of those movies that I'll watch maybe one or two more times and I'll be like, I'm good for a while and then... Maybe unless you do a out. full rewatch. Yeah, unless I like the watch them all right over again, then I'll yeah. watch it. I wouldn't be like kind of bored on a Friday night and be like, hell, I'm just going to throw Spider-Man No Way Home on. Like that's just, that's the feeling that I get from it. Maybe, maybe that'll sure. change, but um, that doesn't make this movie any less good in my opinion. It's just the yeah. way that I feel about. Uh, Outside of the Avengers movies, the only two that I can think of that I do that periodically with are Black Panther and Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, that's about the that's about the only ones yeah. that I end up doing that with. Right. So yeah, I do that I, I Doctor Doctor Strange and uh, Black Panther. Yeah, Doctor Strange. It's it's weird. Like I used to have it really high up on my list, and it's it's not not that high anymore. Like to me, it didn't hold hold up. Mm. Now the second one may be a little bit different, but the first one is not up there for me anymore. I still love the first one. I watch it. I actually do too, but I need to, I need to go back and rewatch them all. It's actually one of my wife's favorite ones and she doesn't see all of them. And it's one of her favorite ones that, and the Thor one. My wife's only movie she's ever seen of any MCU is still Captain Marvel. Mm. It's the one and only. Hmm. Interesting. Helps for me because I can go to movies on opening night without having to wait. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever, whatever you got to do. (laughs) Cool. Uh, Asian Joey, thank you for joining us as our Marvel fanatic, uh, friend of the podcast, Marvel guy. Absolutely, know what it's, else to call it's, you. It's so fun coming on here and talking Marvel with you guys. Thank you. Very well, much. good because you're coming back. Yeah, pencil yourself in every time there's a Disney yeah. Plus uh, last episode or a movie. Except this Sunday, apparently you're busy. Yeah, you're too good for us the day after it's, Christmas. How dare you have almost plans. like it's Christmas weekend or something? Yeah, how dare that, you, sir? We got all that Boxing Day to participate in. Yeah, didn't know you were a change Canadian. It. Change it to change it to Wednesdays at like eight p.m. Or... <laughs> He's up north far enough. He's almost Canadian. That's true. It's close. Um, but yeah, um, where can we find you on the Twitters and the Instagrams? Yeah, Instagram, it's uh, at rice underscore, uh, rice with the Y underscore balls with a Z. Balls. And on, balls. Yep, and on Twitter, it's at uh, rice with the Y, balls with a Z. Perfect. Um, yeah, thank you for listening this week. It was fun. I enjoy, I'm, I'm glad I, I watched this movie. Uh, I was on the fence. I wasn't on the fence. I was always going to watch this movie. It was just a matter of finding tickets and being able to, to enjoy it. Um, so if you haven't watched it and you listened all the way through, what is wrong with you? Please go and watch the movie because what we did, we didn't do it. We didn't do this movie justice with our, with our discussion. Um, so please definitely go watch it. Um, and if you've watched it, we'd love to hear your thoughts on the movie. Um, yeah. Let us know. Hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up on uh, or email uh, or Twitter and Instagram, the underscore dorksman or email dorksman at gmail.com. Um, before we go, though, Clint. Yes. Since this episode is going up tonight, we still have a few days left on something special. That's Do you right. want to let everybody know what that's for? I would. So hashtag ramble on for extra life is what you guys should be looking out for. We are in the midst of a ra- uh, selling raffle tickets for 
an amazing pineapple madness ramble courtesy of Banser Toys. Eric, Chris, thank you so much. We love these things. There were four made. Three of them have spoken for. There's one left that can be one via the raffle. So to enter, we're doing it as a charity for Extra Life and Children Miracle Network Hospitals. Please go to our Extra Life page at our social media pages. Both have links. From there, you can enter. Every $5 you donate is one more raffle ticket entered to potentially win that ramble, which will be drawn on Sunday on Boxing Day. So make sure you guys get those in now as we are at the end of uh, basically the end of the week and end of time to enter. And, you, you know, you don't want to miss out. Five bucks, five dollar donation goes to help kids in the Children Miracle Network. And it might get you a pretty limited, a pretty awesome ramble from Vancer. So I would Let definitely someone do it think of the children. Now. That's right. <laughs> Thank you, Edna Lovejoy. So anyway, I think that's it. If you guys have questions, please reach out to us on our social media pages. But I think you can figure that one out because I think you're all smart enough to do it. I sure hope so. Maybe. I hope so. If not, ask. Send me a DM. We'll keep it on the door. There's no harm in asking. Right. We'll keep it on the door. Email us, and we won't answer you. We won't answer you. If you email us about this, I will answer you. You have my word on that. No, don't do it, Clint. No, it's for the kids. No. Change kids' health. Sorry. Kids are important. Kids are our future. Mm, It's not a very bright future. (laughs) I didn't want to think about it. It is. I saw your. I saw our son's uh, three point eight. He got a dean's list on his in his first. Semester. Actually, four point You just have oh. to get a three point eight or above to get on. Oh shit! Yeah. Wow. So proud of my son. That you had nothing to do with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Thanks for doing all the work, Joey. Yeah. Yes. Thanks for raising my son. You're welcome, me, Joey. Yes. Thank You're you. Welcome. Yeah. Um. Since the Tuesday night streamer happened, uh, we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> you can <laughs> tune in next idea. week. Uh, we'll figure out, Clint will figure out what he's playing with Phil next week. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so this episode is going live tonight. Is it tonight? Going I'm going to put it up tonight. Wednesday, Wednesday night. night. Nice. Wednesday night. Yeah. Wow, um, so, yeah, we'll be back on Sunday to do a Hawkeye recap. Uh, so, we don't want to spoil anything right now because Clint is still watching through it. <laughs> it's like, um, <laughs> yeah, so definitely don't want to spoil anything for him. Uh, I'm going to watch the finale tonight, so I'm pretty Shoot excited for arrows. that. Ooh. Yeah, they're pointing. How dare he? And his name's Clint, so whatever. Are you Hawkeye? Shh, that's the real spoiler. Ooh. Damn. Okay. Anyways, thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. We hope you enjoyed Spider-Man. Um, we'll be back in a few days. Um, yeah, with that, that's my secret. I'm always angry. More Matt Murdock, please. Word, homies. I'm Shang-Chi, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) This has been a Cross the Streams Media Podcast.